Pitts, Corso, and Catone. I think, I think, listen, Mark, listen, hold on. When I say, who do you have, caffeine today? What the hell is that up to Presented by Special Sauce Podcast, Studio 42 Design, and Corso Law Group. Now for the real deal New England feel, Corso and Catone. Good afternoon. I am Corso. Oh, no, I'm not Corso. I'm Catone. And where, where's, where is Corso? I don't know. We're going to get to that, though, Joe. <laughs> so I'm Corso. And I'm, no, I'm Joe. I'm not Corso. I'm Catone. So I don't even know who he is. I don't even know. I'm all confused without my partner today. But this is Corso and Catone. And um, Joe has come in from the booth to help me out today. I am um, Booth. Right, you're in from the booth, and I hope you're watching us today on YouTube and listening on iHeartRadio and, and Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening, whatever podcast you're listening to. Um, and as always, we hope today that you can call in or you call in during a week to our heated hotline, 855-313-PATS, 855-313-7287, and give us a call because we've had some pretty good heated hotlines over the last few weeks. And, um, you know, so if we can continue to do that, that'll be great. Um, because that's been something that's been really good. So this week, Joe, how's your week been? We know uh, Chris's week has not been good since Chris's he's week has not been good. I'll tell you one thing you said right before we started the show. My week is started off. I, I feel like Brian Hoyer jumping right into the mix over here. Wow. Know? Nice, nice analogy. Brian Hoyer. That's good. I was him, you know? Yeah. So he's under the weather. He's, you know, of course he's, he's soft, Joe. He's always, always got something. And yeah. always got some kind of hangnail. I don't know what the hell's going uh, on. Mark and I put him on the IR list for the day, but he'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. Right. He'll be here tomorrow for the post game show. He promises us he will be here. So tomorrow, don't forget, half hour after um, Pats in Green Bay tomorrow, we will have. Uh, uh, Patriots post game, and it will be Chris sitting in the booth along with myself and Joe. So, uh, Joe, uh, today we're gonna obviously we're gonna have to get th- go through and and preview um, this Green Bay and New England game. And you brought up Brian Hoyer, so we got a lot to talk about because yeah. Hoyer will be playing for Mac Jones. We're gonna get into our offensive and defensive keys to victory once again, as we always do. We're gonna give you our game predictions and. We're going to have a special treat for you today. At the end of the show, we're going to have our Sunday spread, a little bit of a tease. Because Chris is not here today, we're not going to do our full Sunday spread segment as we planned. I'm going to save that for next week with him. But we are going to tease you a little bit, and I will give you my lock of the week at the end of the show today. But you make sure you write it down, Joe, because I'm not going to listen to him next week. Tell me that I lost. Oh, you didn't. So, but that's at the end of the show. I'll make sure I give you that. So that's our tease for this week. But the big, most important thing is Patriots, Green Bay. Let's get into it, Joe. Yeah, let's do this. Hey, uh, let's, you know what? Let's start off with the free. So 
So, Joe, you you actually set it up uh, at the beginning, saying you feel like Brian Hoyer today. You're you're filling in. So, you know what? With that, we might as well start with the offense. Okay. Talk of the town is is Mac Jones with the story, high ankle sprain, is the hours again, surgery, all those things. I dump it over to you as 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 one of the fans. What do you think, Mark? What do you think of all this? Well, yeah, he's out. Obviously, they they ruled him as out. Um, for those of you that did not for some reason, watched the game last week. On the last play of the game, Mac Jones uh, gets his ankle rolled up on by Calais Campbell of the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Can't even walk off the field under his own power. Is, is carried off the field, goes into the locker room, has x-rays. And yes, as the fear originally was maybe something was broken, but it is a severe high ankle sprain. That's typically five, six weeks you're out when you get a high ankle sprain. Um, you know, then there, there was the, the thing, well, maybe if you have surgery, you can come back a little sooner. There's a couple of procedures that they can do to to fix with fix that. But yeah, he don't want surgery. So so that's the other thing that came up this week was, you know, there's a disagreement between Patriots and him. They want him to have the surgery. He wants it to heal naturally and, and, and go from there. And it appears that he's going to win out, Joe, and I don't think he's having surgery. I mean, you know, it's like six to six. Would you say six weeks, five to six weeks? Yep. Throwing surgery in the mix, it's like that's a potential another two more weeks after that in case you know some infection or something like that happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, like you know, they're professional sports, but they're not like you know superhuman. Yeah, you. Whenever you go into the night, if you have surgery, you never know what the complications can be. And, and I don't think he. And it, it appears he's not doing that. So, with that said, we're not going to see him for the next few weeks, at least. So Brian Hoyer, um, Joe brought him up in the, in, in the intro. He's going to be the starting quarterback tomorrow. We might as well jump right into quarterback. So last time we saw Brian Hoyer was not good. Um, struggled last year against, uh, not last year, two years ago against Kansas City. Um, we really could have won that game. He had some picks. Uh, that was when Cam Newton was out, looked awful. Right. Um, so what, and, and it, we thought, Chris and I thought he, they only signed him again this offseason to basically be like a quarterback coach for Mac Jones because Joe Judge and, and, and Patricia we, you know, our imbeciles. So now he's thrust into the starting job once again, and he's not going to have one of the key Patriot receivers either. He's not going to have Jacoby Myers who was listed as out. So that that's, that's going to be an issue for, um for Brian Hoyer. Let's look at what the Patriots are going to have to do in this game. Let's see it. Um, Green Bay Packers, Joe, Green Bay has, a fantastic edge to their defense. Um, Rashawn Geary um, is is one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. Okay, right. um, and so he and he moves from side to side. He doesn't sit on one edge. So he's going to be going up against Trent Brown or Isaiah Wynn, which doesn't make me feel very confident because, as Chris has been saying, all you know since the summer, he's afraid of the tackles. He's afraid of our tackles. This could be the game that our tackles could get exposed. So. A yeah. to us on offense, can they protect Brian Hoyer if he's going to, if they're going to throw the football? It's going to depend on the tackles because Rashawn Gary, um, as I said, is one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. And on the other side, they got Preston Smith, who also can come off the edge and get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Last year, those two guys, Joe, had 18 and a half sacks. Uh, yeah, I know. And and I mean, you look at somebody like Hoyer. 
in the backfield. And, and you think that, uh, you know, why is Mac Jones out in the first place? They couldn't protect him. All right. Pound, I mean, 300 pound, six foot uh, change guy land on his ankle. And Hoyer's, you know, much, he's my height. I think he's like, what, 5'10, 5'11, something like that. That's all he is. Not a big guy, Joe. But they, they trusted him to come in. And, you know, I feel like I, I'm one of those guys who I feel like Hoyer's always been like an Edelman. He's got heart. But if you don't give someone like that heart when everybody's playing their own thing because yep. everybody's doing their job, there's no team effort. And somebody like that gets, you know, he loses his value really quickly, no matter what type of playbook he knows. And he's been all over the league, so he knows quite a bit. You know what I mean? I, I trust in him, but it's also like when the rest of the team's not playing up to par, it's like Hoyer then becomes really, really questionable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So based on what you just said, Joe, right? What are you gonna what do you do to protect him? What do you do based on what you just said? If you're the Patriots on offense, what are you gonna do to try to give him the best chance of winning the game? I just explained to everyone about the two uh, edge rushers, right? Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith. You're going to have to what? You're going to have to run the ball, right? right? Play option, options, some fakes, things like that. Things that, that, you know, McDaniels would do. Things that McDaniels would do. So I you think know. tomorrow on offense, one of the keys is going to be running the football. I yeah. They're going to have to really use the combination of Harris and Stevenson tomorrow Tomorrow, you may have to try to develop that dominant running game and put um, you're going to have to put Hoyer in, in short yardage passing situations. Yeah. You know, second and four, third and four, third and two, third and three. If he's in third and 10, third and 11, third and 12, second and 10, you're, you're going to get blown out tomorrow. Right. You're going to have to shorten this game up for him, establish the run, and allow him, Joe, as you said, do some of the things McDaniels used to do. Create short yardage second and third downs for him. So you're going to have to – that's going to be uh, important to run the ball on first down. And this right? team's done it before. Don't forget, yeah. we did it in Buffalo, and we did it well. We could, remember that game? We, they couldn't we did, yeah. had uh, high wins. And, and Joe, you're right. So we have done it. We've done it. This team has done it. This whole squad. So it's like we've done it before. I came out with a win. and. Can you do that again? I'm sure they could. They well, should. listen, they're going to have to try and do that, I think, to win this game. Is yeah, is the running game is going to have to be a key because you're not going to let this – you're not going to let him go back and throw the ball 30 times, I don't think. I, if he's throwing the ball 30 times tomorrow, we're losing on offense, okay? And if we're going to run the ball, the inside linebackers for Green Bay, okay, Devontae Campbell, is 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 it was an all pro last year. He led the team with 145 tackles. Uh, he had two sacks. He had two interceptions. Uh, he, he's he's their best inside linebacker. And the other inside linebacker they have is the rookie, uh, Quay Walker, who yep. who Chris loved uh, in the, coming out of the draft out of Georgia. He led. He was second in the team in tackles in week one. So they've got two real good inside linebackers. So we're talking about the running game, right? They are going to have to run the ball, which brings me to they may have to utilize what they haven't utilized, or which they've utilized, but everybody's criticized them for. They may have to go to that zone stretch blocking, more of that Mike Shanahan, San Francisco 49er type of running game 
to be effective tomorrow because of the inside linebackers that uh, Green Bay has. I, I don't know if we'll be able to run through those A gaps like we typically like to do, you know, off center, off guard. I don't know if that'll be there tomorrow with those inside linebackers. So you may have to do more of that zone stretch blocking and running tomorrow with Stevenson and, and um, Harris. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I totally agree. And, and now, and that's two guys, right? So then who else on the O-line who has to step up? Who has so, so I definitely think that, um, you know, the tackles, we mentioned the tackles right off the bat. I think when, and, and, and Trent Brown are going to have to play big games um, because of the edge guys that they have in the pass rush and just sealing the edge in the run. They, they can obviously do that. Um, and then, so I think those guys are going to have to have the big games, but, but I think the guy who has struggled a bit, who hasn't really played his best ball also is um, David Andrews yeah. from the center position. I think he really has to set himself and set that, you know, if we're going to run the ball up the middle in between the guards and the center, he's going to have to have a huge game. Cole Strange has been up and down. Yeah. Um, so the two guys, Strange or him, I was thinking the same exact thing. Going. You know, Those are the two guys who got to pick it up because they got to start creating. Somebody's got to create some of these holes. Somebody's going to have to create something because in the middle of that line for Green Bay, they got a, a big defensive tackle, Kenny Clark. Who, who who's tough to move out of there. So, you know, he's also tough. Green Bay, which everyone talks about Aaron Rodgers and that offense. Yeah. That's not what Green Bay has become this year. Green Bay has struggled on offense, but they have one of the better defenses in the NFL. So we're going to have to try, which which people really haven't talked about much this year, Joe. They keep talking about you know, Aaron Rodgers, they're struggling, but they got a defense that's a championship defense. But for the first time in years, I don't know if Green Bay has a championship offense. So defensively, it's going to be they're going to be very formidable for us. And I also think tomorrow, Joe, the tight ends are going to be vital. And, and we've oh, talked yeah. about this for the last couple of weeks. Yes, for sure. Yeah, because like, you know, they, they play a big part of that. Those those play action uh, fakes, things like that, that potentially they can uh, scoot out to the, uh, you know, out yeah. the outside edge and, and get a quick dump off and or, yeah. or just cross in the middle, something like that. But those are big guys that you need to use now. It's like we yeah. have seen Hunter Henry a little bit here and there. I think they're guys who want to play, want to get in on it, on a, on the game action here. And, and, you know, they haven't done any of that stuff yet, like really done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really. Um, and 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 John o. Smith. You're speaking of the play action. Um, he, he's somebody that, that I know Chris has been saying every week, you have to figure out a way to get him the ball. Yeah, You're going to have to do that tomorrow because I think the tight ends are going to play a vital role as well because Green Bay has a real good secondary. They got yeah. Jair Alexander. They got Adrian Amos. They got Donnell Savage back there. They got a young kid, Eric Stokes, who's coming on every week, who they think could be a potential star. Yeah. I don't think our wideouts, without Jacoby Myers, I don't think Bourne and 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 Devontae Parker, I don't think we're, our wideouts are going to have a good day at all. I think they're going to get shut down. I think we're going to win this game with the running game, with the tight ends playing ball control, controlling the clock. It's going to be an old-style New England Patriot type of a game. 
and, and I hate to bring up 2001, 2003, 4, those early championship years where we controlled clock, controlled the game that way is going to be the way we're going to have to stay competitive tomorrow in Green Bay with our offense. So we're going to have to protect Hoyer. Yeah. We're going to have to set him up in short passing situations with because of the running game. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to, I believe, Joe, get the tight ends involved because I just don't think that the wide receivers are going to be a factor against uh, the Green Bay secondary. You know, and I think the running game is going to have, they're going to have to, you're going to have to see a lot more of the, the, that new style running game, I think, tomorrow because of the inside of that line. I think you may see more of a stretch type of a run. Um, and, and I think, you know, play action, you mentioned, Joe, they're going to have to do things that they haven't done a lot of this year. It, it looks like to me, yeah. um, in, in order to stay competitive in this game with Brian Hoyer. I'd say I know I I think that Brian Hoyer has a better understanding of those types of things because I think a lot of other teams have used him in that same way. Yeah, that's like, a great you gotta, point. You gotta use the things that are, are gonna win for the quarterbacks in in the slot, right? I know they made all the most of the playbook for Mac Jones, but this stuff happens, you know. You can't, you know, hope for this Hoyer to be just sitting on the bench coaching him. That's a great. That's a great point, Joe. Hoy is not going to be throwing the ball downfield like Jones was. That's a great point. They're going to have to keep things short in front of him, and and, and let him, you know, methodically take us down the field, and be patient. So, so that being said, um, when we dump it over to the other side now, defense. What yeah. do you think? What's, well, what's happening over here? So, believe it or not. I think our defense can match it. We'll match up well against Green Bay. I really do. I think that Green Bay's um, offensive line has been suspect. They've had some injuries. Yeah. I think the key to victory tomorrow is going to be for our defense. It's going to be our D line. It's going to yeah. be. Oh it's yeah. Gonna, it's going to be Judon and Uche. I think it's going to be the edge guys, especially a guy like Judon, because. Aaron Rodgers, Joe, is miraculous at he's back to pass. He's back to pass. Yeah. He slides around to the outside, throws the ball out of the pocket or runs, but he slips to the edges, and that's where he makes a lot of his plays. He spins around and goes to the edges and either runs with it or a receiver breaks free and he throws the ball up downfield and the receiver's there. So last week, Joe had brought up, Chris had brought up um, a play where um, they were rushing Jackson and Judon takes the inside route instead of sealing the edge, allows Jackson whoop, to go out the back door. That's what Rogers does too. So, yeah. so guys like Judon are going to have to have a, a big game. And yeah. I think yo, if he can seal those edges, if you could seal those edges, Christian Bonmore tomorrow, if we win the game, Here's one of my predictions. If we win the game tomorrow, Christian Bonmore is going to be one of the, maybe be a potential Sunday seat. Sit in the Sunday seat, it may be Christian Bonmore because I honestly think you're going to have to pressure um, Aaron Rodgers up the middle. Like, they, like you know, that old adage like they used to say with Brady. Pressure him and get in his face. I was just going to say, I was, I was going to say, I was going to emphasize a little bit more the the fact that Judon, I, the last game he had a couple of rushes and they almost had him 
And those two, I think it was two or three, two sacks that he almost had potentially turns turns the favor at the time of the game that it happened, turns the favor potentially in ours only because of them being at a deficit or, you know, keeping the score at the same, same spot. So in this case, you're right. I think uh, Judon needs to step up huge and they need to just let him play just unleash him lawrence taylor style just let him go and do forget the do your job bullshit because that that stuff that really that really irks me because it's like i get it i understand if you're just doing your job every, but when you do your job individually there's no room for team there's no room for to to you know potentially uh make mistakes but make mistakes in a good way that you kind of figure out a play of theirs or something like that. You know what I mean? Something that will help in a mistake. But Judon needs to get in, give him the pressure, because he is one of those people, Rodgers, just like Brady. If you give him pressure just enough, you keep it on him. He starts losing quick, and he starts chucking the ball, just chucking and making magic happen, but not always. You know no, what I mean? no. That's potential, you know, a potential McCordy interception right there. You know what yeah. I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, we got Joe fired up. Fired we got him up. out of the booth. He's fired up. <laughs> I'm ready to rock over He's here. He's ready, ready to, to go. Joe's ready to go. So no. red sleeves by the end of tomorrow. <laughs> no, Joe, I that that's a great point. You know what? Let Judon loose. I mean, you know, and like you said, Belichick was the defensive coach with the Giants. You mentioned Lawrence Taylor. Like, yeah. do some of those things with this guy. I don't know why that hasn't happened yet. And there was a couple of flashes that I saw it. And I saw it again last weekend. He just missed a couple. I think Uche needed to step up to um, both those guys getting in there and just really just keeping the pressure on him. I know it's, it's going to be tough, but this game potentially to keep it close and come out with a victory is going to be on both defenses and our defense, especially right there at the line, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so so I think some of the keys on, on defense, and, and you mentioned Judon, and, and he's a key, and, and we're going to have to seal the edge with Rodgers because he slides out, right? And, and we talked about that, right? We yep. talked about that. So that's that's a key. And I think Bond Moore is going to be important tomorrow. He's going to be a key to, to our defense winning tomorrow because Lawrence Guy, it appears, is going to be out again. And, and, and he's, he's he, he anchors that defensive middle front. Um yep. We're not going to have him available tomorrow. It doesn't appear. Um, so check the injury report. See who else. Yeah, I, I. So Christian Bonmore, I think, is going to have to have a real big game. And I'm going to tell you something. Green Bay is has a. I'm going to tell you why Bonmore is going to be important. Green Bay has one of the best one-two punches in the running back position in the entire NFL. In Aaron Jones and uh, A.J. Dillon, okay? So they're almost like thunder and lightning, right? So you got Aaron Jones, who's fast and speedy and shifty, and you got A.J. Dillon, who's just a battering ram, okay? So so you're going to have to keep those two guys under containment to force, and I don't believe I'm going to say this. I don't believe I'm going to say this. Force Aaron Rodgers to throw the ball yeah. because Rodgers don't have the receivers. He's had in the past. Okay, yep. and and we'll get into that in a couple of minutes, but you're gonna have to the edges, Judon, Uche, they're gonna have to seal the edge. But more importantly, and 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 if Chris was here, he'd be going crazy. Jawan Bentley, and I'm mentioning Bentley for you, Chris. I know you're under the weather. 
but I'm going to bring up Bentley. Juwan Bentley, and and I don't know if they're going to, I don't think Raquan McMillan, I don't know if he'll be back tomorrow or not. He's been on the injury report. They haven't ruled him officially out yet, but I think he's going to be out. Um, So I'm thinking between Bentley and maybe um, Wilson, the other linebacker, um, Mac Wilson, they're going to have to penetrate, fill gaps, read, shed blocks, because this team is going to run the ball. They're going to attempt to run the ball. So you're going to have to have your linebackers play a key role in the second level. And Chris and I talked about this last week. That second level of our defense has struggled. The linebackers in the back end. The corners have been average. They haven't been bad. But our second level last week against Baltimore really struggled. Okay? Yeah. The second level is going to be the key to victory tomorrow. Because Bentley, Wilson... Whoever else they bring in there at linebacker, was it Tovon, Tavon, I think. I think They're going to have to fill the gaps, shed blockers, and read. Read and move. Because Jones and Dylan, as I said, are two of the best one-two combinations of running backs in the entire league. They're right up there with ours. We, we, we say Stevenson and Harris – you know, they're some of the two best running back combinations in the league. Well, Green Bay's right there with them, okay? So that's going to be interesting because, you know, that's going to be a key to victory tomorrow is can you contain them? Because if they develop the running game and they're just pushing us all over the field running the ball, that's going to open up play-action pass. And if the play-action pass opens up, Rodgers will kill you, absolutely kill you. And I, I, I'm with you 100%. I think, you know, usually you and I kind of always fall along the same lines as, as far as what the thoughts are here because we look at it from the perspective. But we don't have the technical terminology. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, but we come at, you know, we, we keep it real. That's what we do here, ladies and gentlemen, New England feel, keeping it yeah. real like you, the fans. You know, that's what you don't hear normally on the flagship stations. I was listening to some earlier today and just nonsense. Oh, it's all nonsense. All nonsense. Like it's like whatever. <laughs> like Chris said, they, they they tell you what we tell you on the spot immediately after a game. They're yeah. telling you it three days later. You know. Uh-huh. But so yeah. So the, the the play action pass, Joe, you were agreeing with me that you think that's if they run the ball, he'll kill you, Rogers, if you give him the play action pass. Yeah. Totally. I mean, and he's one of those guys. He, he he has the potential. Like you said, he's one of the he's still one of those quarterbacks that you forget that he can run. And and that. when you give him the, the potential, the opportunity to do that, he always pulls a play out of you know where. I I'd say it, but it just doesn't feel right sometimes. Sometimes no, he you're right. Pull it out of and he does. And you're like, come on. He's no. in, in you, especially this season where like he's, you know, he had that stuff at the beginning of the season, the hippy dippy horseshit that you were talking about earlier on. You guys are talking about uh, in the fact yep. that just like, you know, I don't know. I kind of lost, lost the respect and vibe for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right. I have to, you know what I, you know how I feel about Rodgers. I'm going on tangents numerous times. Rodgers be there. And it's, and it's like, you know, you could see, you can see that. And it's like, you know what? Then play on that. Play on the fact, you know, he's one of those guys, he's he's doing his job. And it's like, no, he's obviously could be better. You know, he should be better. And is it is it their offensive coordination or whatever it is? 
the fact that he's another human being. I always look at it from a human perspective. The guy doesn't want to be there, so it's like, you know what? Force him to walk off the field is what we should do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, they gave him all that money, so he stayed. But, you know, he didn't get what he wanted. I mean, he lost Devontae Adams is gone. Who was his? He, he was his. He was his security blanket. He's with the, um, you know, with, in Las Vegas now with, with, with McDaniel's. So Rogers hasn't been the same Rogers this year without Devontae Adams. He has a new receiving core. Okay, so he has Sammy Watkins, who, who who's been in, you know, every year he seems to bounce to a new team. He's had a, a couple of okay games, but he really hasn't caught on to what they're doing in Green Bay yet. Maybe he will. He's got Randall Cobb there with him, who's a veteran, um, who he's used to, but I think his best days are behind him. So Rodgers has been depending on two rookies. Christian Watson, the, the second-round draft pick from, from North Dakota State, who who the, the knock on him in college was he would drop too many balls. He dropped like 16, 17 balls during the course of his career, which was like one of the worst drop rates of all receivers in, in, in college football. And then he's got Romeo Dubs, who I loved coming out of the draft. They took him in the fourth round. I wanted to take him in the third or fourth round for the Patriots. I thought I think he's he's got the potential to be a real playmaker in this league. And he Rogers has actually gone to him more and more the last two weeks. But if you can stop the running game and force him to throw the ball, Joe, as crazy as it sounds, yeah, I think that's our key to victory: stopping the running game. As crazy as it sounds, and forcing Rodgers to throw the ball because I don't think he has the receivers, or if he does, he's not in tune with them yet because they they're new and they're learning the system, they're learning to play together with him. I think that's our key to victory: make him throw the ball because I don't think he's going to beat you throwing the ball tomorrow. I think at the end of the day, if we lose, it's because those running backs probably got 150 yards rushing and a couple of touchdowns among the two of them. Yeah. And then Rodgers had like 250 yards passing, 260 yards passing. But you're not going to see the old Aaron Rodgers, I don't think, throwing the ball tomorrow. So let's force him to throw the ball and see if he can do it. Yeah. And uh, we, do we have a weather report? Is it going to be cold up there? I don't know. That's a good, that's a great uh, question, Joe. You know, you never know up there what that weather's going to be yeah. at four o'clock. I know they're Eastern feeling, time anyway, not their time. Yeah, it's one of you know. I, again, it's always these little things that you you forget to play a part of the whole spectrum. You know, uh, on any game, any given Sunday. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's it's one of those things that helps us or hurts us in in one regard. But we're both both teams are uh, cold weather teams, and both can play in in regardless of what type of temperature it is. Yeah. But, like, you know, you've got to find the edge any which way you can, especially in a situation when you go and see Aaron Rodgers where he has the potential to pull something out of his ass. And there it is. Oh, and, and yeah, Joe, you said it right. And he always does pull something out of it. Always, always. And so, <clears throat> our key, we, so our keys, well, at least, you know, I think we're pretty much in agreement. Yeah, I think it's definitely the defense. It's definitely the key in, in pressure in the defense. And hopefully that pressure both means both things. You know, containing the run and forcing uh, uh, the pressure on uh, Rodgers and getting him. Make him, listen, as crazy as it sounds, make him throw the ball tomorrow. Make him throw it because I think our secondary can hold up against those receivers. I don't think he has a great receiving core this year. I think our secondary will hold up. 
the key to victory tomorrow is going to be our defensive line in that second tier, our linebackers and safeties. Supposedly, Kyle Duggar is going to play. That's a huge, huge bonus for us if Duggar plays. But our linebackers, safeties, and, and defensive line has to come up, fill gaps, shed blockers, stop the run, and force him to throw the ball. That's our key on defense, in my opinion, if we're going to end up with a, with a W tomorrow. And on offense, yep. we said, shorten up the field for Hoyer because he ain't going down the field, Joe. Nah. Won the game, use your tight ends, short passing game, make it methodical, grind it out, control the clock. We think that's the best chance for victory in that stadium in Green Bay. Anyway. For sure. For sure. 100%. Now, what's the uh, uh, what's the spread in this game? What oh, Green Bay, about? Green Bay's like nine, nine and a half point favorites. Oh, but yes. Green Bay is nine, nine and a half point favorites. And I will, in saying that, Joe, <laughs> I almost forgot. Yeah, it's that's fine. Prediction time. Yeah, prediction baby. Prediction time. Who do you got tomorrow, Joe? I'm going to pull it out with the, the Patriots uh, tomorrow because I think I I'm hoping that what we talked about is actually part of the whole game plan. And I think that they can squeeze it out and, and it's going to make, it may actually come down to the kicker tomorrow. Um, and I think okay. it's going to come out Patriots on top, but maybe like a, 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 you know, 21, 20 sort of situation like that. 21-20. Okay. All the same uh, uh, score last week, but it's something keeps coming at, at me. It's saying that those two numbers. I don't know why it is, but maybe it's this week. So my prediction tomorrow, and 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 listen, I, I, I can't go against – I've kind of wavered a little bit during the course of the week as I've looked more into Green Bay offensively and, and, and what their offense actually is, but I cannot – I cannot – Go against what I said last week because Chris will kill me. I said to him, we're going to get killed at Green Bay. So I got to stick with my original prediction. I think we keep it close in the first half. I think Green Bay pulls away. I think it's going to be 27-13. I just don't think we can produce enough points with Brian Hoyer. I think that Green Bay defense, which I talked about, will probably get a turnover or two. Um, they'll force Hoyer into a turnover or two that'll create probably a short field yep. um, for Rodgers because I really don't think Rodgers' offense is that good this year. But I do think in Lambeau, uh, I, I'm going to have to go with Green Bay, unfortunately, and, and like I said, 27-13 um, tomorrow. And, and Joe's telling us he likes the Patriots. I know Chris had said to me during the week he likes the Patriots this week. I don't know about with Mac Jones being out, but he originally told us, right? I think that's on a different situation, though. That's, okay. that's part of the spread that he likes the Patriots. Oh, with the spread. I'm not picking this game with the spread now. I'm just picking the Patriots to no, lose. I, I'm not picking, you know. But speaking of the spread, Joe. Yeah, I brought it up because I know Chris's uh, prediction was uh, he'd go with the, the with the Patriots getting nine points. He would take the points. He would definitely take the points. And and based on my prediction, I would give the points. 27-13 is 14. So I would give the points with Green Bay, believe it or not, tomorrow. Because I think I just think that New Orleans is going to be overmatched with Hoyer out there. I, I just think eventually they may be able to figure out how to win with Hoyer at quarterback. But I just don't know if it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be in Lambeau. Well, you know? I, I will say this. The, this week 
will definitely be the shining moment to see it'll, it'll be glaring whether or not the things we've talked about thus far the first three weeks is it belichick was it brady that's still that same talk is still you know needling at the back of our brains as, as patriot fans like where is the the, the flair of belichick where's the genius we want to see it and i think if well we this could be the week, week we're not going to see it the rest of the season. <laughs> hey, that's a listen. Joe brings up a point. Let's let's track that now. He thinks well, if we're going to see the genius. It'll be tomorrow night, tomorrow's game. If not, we don't see it all season. We're going to track that, though. And believe me, we'll track it. Now, Joe, predictions. The spread, Sunday spread. I can't wait. Next week, we're going to do some something new. We're going to do something called Sunday spread. Um, where Chris and I, and, and Joe's going to also give us his, he's going to interject as well, and, and he's also going to end up picking some games with us. But we're going to analyze and look at some key games uh, moving into Sunday, and we're going to give you our prediction based on the point spread. Listen, you don't have to call up these radios. You don't have to call Vegas, go on these sports apps, pay them money. They, they take a percentage of your winnings. Listen, we're going to do this for free. You don't need to... You don't need to call, get on any of these apps and they, they oh, we give you two winners. We take 20% of what you win or you're going to pay an upfront free. Nothing. This is free. Costa and Catone. We're going to give you our winners on a Sunday. Listen to us because we know what we're doing. And here's, as a treat. Degenerate gambling right here. Listen, hey. That, listen, as a treat this week, I'm going to give you my lock of the week. Okay? All right. I got a lock of the week, Joe, for everybody listening. The Buffalo Bills Ooh. are three-point favorites at Baltimore. I know, you know, Buffalo still got some guys on the injury report in the secondary. I'm hoping a couple of those guys are able to play. I'm hoping because if they are, I just think Buffalo's going to rebound off that Miami game and they're going to blow out. Oh, they're yeah. going to blow out Baltimore because I think Baltimore, I think Baltimore stinks. I don't. I I think the Patriots could have very well won that game last week. A couple of breaks. Uh, you know, uh, uh, get rid of a couple of those turnovers. As you said, Joe, there was a couple of plays last week. If Judon would have got there, it might have changed the complexion of that game, right? And and then uh, Jackson ends up making a play because they let him slide out. I don't think Baltimore is that good. I, I, think they, 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 I think they're smoking mirrors. I think yeah. Buffalo is going to – I'd lay – give the three. Give the three. Buffalo is going to destroy the Baltimore Ravens tomorrow in Baltimore. They have to. They're again, you know, you get it again. This is the perspective I always look at is when you get a team that that comes off a loss like that in your own division, and you are the you know, as Patriot fans, obviously we're not hoping they're the winners at the end of the season, but they have the best potential because of last season. You go and, yeah. and they know that too. Yeah. So you go, we can't lose to Miami. <laughs> we can't go in there and lose to Miami and come out, not have a win and keep moving forward like that, which would potentially make them a stronger team to, uh, to beat later on. But you know, they're definitely going to come out on top. I believe tomorrow. Cause I, I agree with the Jackson's just like, he's, I don't know. He had, know he, had him. he had a, one of those games last week, but, but with what we talked about, you go, was it him really? 
is he doing the things that that everybody said he was going to do, or is it he well, like well he credit for other yeah he's you know he 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 made a couple of throws last week he, he did but 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 I think it was more a lack of execution than right. it was him doing anything spectacular right. last week, exactly. Joe. Exactly, that's my point. You know, you know? What I mean? so so. Anyway, all right, listen, it's that time again. I mean, I can't believe how fast today's show went by, uh, Joe. But I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. You know, everybody in the nation for joining us today. Don't forget to get on, listen, watch us this week. Make sure you, if you are watching us on YouTube, you hit that subscribe button tonight, 7 o'clock. We'll be up, right, Joe? Yep. Seven o'clock will be on tonight, and then uh, if if you're at home and you're just catching this or seeing this for the first time, right down the bottom uh, right hand corner of your screen is a little blue QR code that you can just scan, and then that'll bring you to Corson Catone, our homepage in on YouTube and our channel, and subscribe and hit the notification bell so you get our notification, especially tomorrow because tomorrow will be thirty minutes after following the uh, Patriots Green Bay game as we previewed today. And so, uh, so definitely, it'll give you the alert when we're going on live because tomorrow will be a live show. So yes, as always, every Sunday we're on, or or, or whatever night it may the Patriots may be playing. It's thirty minutes. We're live after every game. It's the Pat's post game show. It's the best post game show, really. I think the only post game show that you know it, that's going on because the rest of them they're like clowns, right? So if you want to watch the Patriots post game show, you got to tune in to Corso and Catone. And Corso claims he's taking vitamin C. He claims he's going to be with us tomorrow. We got a seat for him. He better be in with us tomorrow, Joe. He'll be here. He'll be here. He'll be questioned. He was questionable, but we 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 believe he'll be here for sure. So All right, with that said, listen. Yeah. I'm Mark Catone. That's Joe Guaneri. It's been a great week. Have a great week, everybody. See you tomorrow. Pat's post game, half hour after the game. Take it easy, everybody.